Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> we, I'm grinning from ear to ear right now. I know. I see it. And I'm I not on well. mushrooms today. So I'm not on shrooms. We have our very first guest. And you know what about firsts? You never forget your first. Exactly. Exactly. So <laughs> we're super excited. We have Angela Rodriguez in the house. And the cool thing is Angela is an intuitive empath, Akashic records reader, Chandler, and a shaman practitioner. Mm-hmm. Angela. Hello, ladies. Hello. I'm so honored. So honored to be your first guest. I love it. Such yeah, good energy. We are super stoked. Um, you know, being that you are a spiritual practitioner and personally my spiritual practitioner. Um, Same. One, yep, exactly. <laughs> with And River, of course, because I met you through River. The cool thing is I just want to ask one question and River doesn't even know that I wanted to ask this, but I just wanted to know if you could see our auras today and what color each of us is. So here's the awesome thing about auras and also my gifting is um, I'm a, I'm a seer, but not in the way that I physically see auras. So I feel them. Um, And so if I were to kind of tune into your energy, I'm feeling purple today. If you, you know, I know the listeners can't see, but I'm wearing purple and have all my purple crystals on today. Um, Michelle feels also very purple today. Um, and in relationship to the chakras, that's, you know, that's our third eye. So that's, um, intuition and sort of following, following your intuition and being open to receiving, um, river, um, feels really green today. Um, and that's very heart chakra related, right? So just really Mm -hmm. being, Here's the interesting thing about your energy today, River, is that um, like you feel like you are, aside from knowing you personally and what you're going through, that you're downloading a lot of um, energy like into your heart chakra. That's what you mm-hmm. feel like today. So you're not, it's not just, oh, lovey-dovey and gravitating love and being love. Like you're, you're actually downloading a lot of energy. Yeah, I face I that resonates very much for me. That's definitely the space I'm in today and have been the last couple of days. So that resonates. Mm-hmm. So that's yeah. what I'm feeling for you two today. That's awesome. Mm. I love purple. It's so pretty. It is. <laughs> it's a good color. So, <laughs> so Angela, okay, so I have a few questions because I know River's known you longer and stuff, and there's still fun things that I like to like learn about you. So when, when did you first notice your gift? Yeah. So, um, when I was a little girl, probably, um, you know, age, maybe five, um, my mom's, my mom's birth mother passed away giving birth to her, um, sister. So my mom was, you know, a couple years old, I think. Um, and so I, you know, naturally had never met my, my birth grandmother, Um, but I started having dreams and seeing her in dreams, knowing what she looked like and, um, communicating with her, you know, telepathically through dreams Mm -hmm. at a young age. Um, and, uh, my, my grandfather, my mom used to tell me my grandfather, I could see him. Like I would say as a little girl, I see, you know, 
Grandpa Chavez. He's in the corner standing over there. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't see like that anymore. Um, and when I was about 10 years old, I saw an angel literally standing in front of me and it scared me like crazy at the time. Um, and I think it scared me so much that, uh, I haven't sort of invited that back in, even though I wouldn't be scared of it now. It's something mm-hmm. I, I think I kind of shut off for myself, mm-hmm. um, which is why I'm a deep feeler now. Mm. So now I can feel the energies. I can feel the angels. I can feel, um, you know, loved ones who've passed away, but I don't see unless it's in my dreams. So yes, young age, very young. And recently, which is cool, some people, some people won't know, except for that. I just read that you're a shamanic, um, you know, practitioner. And so what, what's that journey? Is that journey been different than from when you sort of have developed your other gifts? Yes. Um, journeying is what I like, you know, what, what it's termed as is, um, in the, in the shamanic world in the shamanic realms is actually completely different than my gifts. And so it took a lot of practice, um, with my, my shaman who was so open and generous to teaching me, um, and mentoring me through that journey, um, you know, really had to continually remind that, um, when you are journeying, you are surrendering to your guides through that process versus my intuitive offerings are very about, you know, me receiving information and Mm -hmm. trusting what I'm, what I'm receiving or what's flowing to me versus always relying on and surrendering in the shamanic realms to my guides. So just constantly referring, is this correct? Is this what I'm seeing? Is this the message? Um, you know, really just like double checking almost, sorry. Um, and so it is, it is very, very different. Um, and it, it does like, I really have to be in that space mm-hmm. to be able to, it's like a light switch. I really have to switch mm-hmm. one way or the other, depending on what I'm doing. So, and, you know, shamanic uh, journeying or shamanic healing for somebody is so sacred and so powerful and so, um, so traditional. And, um, it is, it is, I tell people, you know, clients who are interested, it is not for everybody. I do not do these, uh, healings and journeys for just anybody. Mm -hmm. Um, it's not about the money. It's not about, um, you have to be ready for it. It's something you have to prepare for. You have to be called to it. Mm -hmm. Um, and we have to be the right match for each other. Um, and that really goes for all of my intuitive offerings. Um, you know, when you're working in this um, energetic space and spiritual space, it's really important that um, I feel also called to work with mm-hmm. who I'm working with. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it is it is very different and something to be honored and and kept very sacred. I want to say, um, having worked with you and that capacity, mm-hmm. I think a lot of people make the assumption that shamanic journeying and working with a shaman is someone's almost like doing magic for you, like doing something mm-hmm. for you. Right. But in truth, a shamanic journey and and working in that capacity and receiving healing on that is very much an action that you also have to participate in and do the work. Someone's not just doing the work for you. Like it is, it is a journey and you are being guided on the journey, but you have to be so willing to go inward and confront like the deepest, darkest 
places of yourself in order for that to be facilitated. Absolutely. And really, what is a journey? A journey is, um, you know, in the shamanic um, teachings, traditions, culture, um, you know, it is believed that um, tragic events or um, traumas or you know, they don't have to be big traumas. Um, they can be small traumas, being bullied in school, for example, as a little child, right? Um, so it's not something that has to be major, um, can be major to you or transformative to you, but at, in these times that a part of our soul breaks away. Mm. And so as we get older and go through our life journey, we're essentially functioning not whole in our spirit and our soul. And so, um, you know, a, a shaman would um, enter into a sacred very deep um, meditation to journey to this, you know, to these other worlds to sort of gather these pieces for you, um, Mm -hmm. bring them back to bring these parts back to help to make you complete. Um, And there's a whole process to that. I'm so simplifying that process. Mm -hmm. But uh, and just for this uh, sake of this podcast, that's basically what it is. And then once those parts are back with you, that's where the work begins that River's referring to. So, you know, really, um, there's typically like a sacred um, homework, I almost want to call it Um, Mm -hmm. something that that your ceremony that you're performing, um, that's been you know, guided and, and gifted to the the shaman you're working with um, to, hey, this is what you need to do to kind of ceremoniously join these parts back. Um, and then here's what may happen after that in terms of, you know, all these pieces are coming back into yourself. So I've had one myself personally, it changed my entire life. Um, and so yeah, that that's in a nutshell what it is as we're talking about it for the people that are like what? <laughs> no, absolutely. I mean, some you know, this audience is definitely into it. I think something else that I definitely want to like pivot on is soulmates and twin flames. Like it is a hot button these days and I think because now that I'm single, it's like all around like you you read so much on that and and if it's one person can you have multiple soulmates like you know so many questions come up for people that are like just kind of tiptoeing into their spirituality and wanting to like understand more so can you kind of go into that a little bit and just explain from your perspective River, I can't. Wait, hold on, wait, does River have anything to say first? No, go for it. <laughs> okay, okay, <cool>. <laughs> <laughs> I see that skeptical uh, look on your face there, River. <laughs> um, no, I just, uh, yeah. Anyways, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, um, you know, when I started doing this intuitive work, um, you know, during COVID, um, now I guess a few years ago, um, what I'm shown in the spiritual side of things has also been a birthing process. Um, you know, I'm shown only what, what my clients guides want me to see, um, what is meant for my clients at that time for their highest good. Um, my intuitive work is always in everybody's highest good. Um, and so, I guess what I will say on that topic is, yes, are soulmates and twin flames a concept? Are they, are they real? Yes. Um, can we have a multiple of either? 
I have been shown? Yes. Um, but here is what I have come to understand about that. There are many people who I've worked with who are very tunnel visioned on who their twin flame is um, and that it is a set person in a a set time that you're meeting this person. It's all very fixated. Um, and what I've come to understand is that you cannot meet your twin flame until you've met yourself. And that's just it. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of complexity to that. There is a lot of, you know, every person is individualized in terms of what does that mean? And mm -hmm. that's, that's kind of the work that I do, right? Is what does it mean to meet yep. yourself? What, mm -hmm. what, where, where, what do I need to do? What work do I need to do for that? Yeah. Um, and so that's where I dig deeper with my clients intuitively. Icky and dirty and not dirty, but you know, like it's in murky waters. You're just, yes. Yeah. And another thing about twin flames, you know, um, it is not the Cinderella story. It is mm -hmm. hard work, a twin flame a soulmate. I mean, these people, mm -hmm. these, uh, these energies that enter into our life can be temporarily, they can be permanently. Um, and, and really that has to do with us. Are we willing to do our work because a soulmate or a twin flame is a mirror to all of our unhealed mm -hmm. shit. And yeah. so unless we are willing to look at the mirror and, and point it back at ourselves and say, okay, what you are showing me right mm -hmm. now in my anger, in my pain, in my traumas and triggers coming back up, unless I'm willing to look at that in the mirror and say, okay, that's me. And I need mm -hmm. to do that work to further, um, commit to and further dive into this divine union. Um, then they're going to go away in your life and that's it. Mm -hmm. So, um, it's an ebb and flow process. Um, I'm still, you know, with my, my twin flame, my divine union still going through that. And we've been together for 24 years now. So, um, it's a constant work in progress. And it's something that, again, you have to be willing to meet yourself. So that, that's my nutshell twin flame. No, I mean, <laughs> I, it's comes back to self-love, right? River. It's like, mm -hmm. we were just talking about it, um, a day or two ago and, just like when we really lean into ourselves, we grow leaps and bounds, obviously, but we also get closer to where we want to be. And mm -hmm. so it's like, you know, it's just doing that work. Yes. Mm -hmm. And you are, you know, you are constantly, you know, birthing a new version of yourself. And I always like to say, like, you know, my husband has probably known 15 different versions of me mm -hmm. and he has to become reacquainted to those versions and vice versa. And we constantly have to choose each other in those new versions. And so it is a ever evolving process. Um, and I'm super grateful that we continue to choose each other, even as hard as that work is that we do mm -hmm. do that. And that's how I know that regardless of what we're going through, we will always show up for each other. Yeah. Mm. That's good stuff. I mean, it is. River, <laughs> come on. Oh, I know you have a lot to say on this topic. <laughs> it's like she just ate a little canary, right? <laughs> <laughs> I yep. have so, like, and, and, and the thing is that there's so much information out there about it, you know, it can be so confusing, I think, for a lot of people because you hear different, you know, keywords thrown out like karmic relationship, twin flame and soulmate. And so 
trying to sift through all of that, I think can be really distracting for people. And like you said, that tunnel vision of getting fixated on, okay, when is my person going to show up? And then also trying to, when you're in the process of dating and meeting people, like putting them into boxes and try to figure out, oh, is this person my twin flame or is this karmic? And it's a lot to navigate. And so I think it's really important to stress that, you know, I mean, what I've learned for myself is that nothing is going to be what I'm looking for is not going to be possible until I give that to myself. All I know is after going on a few of these apps for literally a day, because I was like, "Eh, not ready. And um, that was fine with me. But one thing I realized is like, I was, I get more fascinated by what boxes I have to check. Like you just said, like, Mm -hmm. here I identify as she, her, I identify as a lesbian. I identify as Jewish. I identify as, but the one thing that I find that I wish they would check is, are you in therapy? (laughs) It's like, yeah, seriously. (laughs) Yes or no. You're either growing or you're not. You know what I mean? Yeah. Why? So if hinge or Tinder or what, what are some other ones? Uh, Okay. Cupid. Bumble. Oh, yeah, Bumble. Yeah. If any <laughs> if any people from these companies, if someone listens and hears that, can you put, are you in therapy? <laughs> it's like, can we please know that? Well, and, you know, even deeper than that, right? Like, do you love yourself? Ooh, mm-hmm. yes. Do, Let's do, put that do you, there. you know, do, do you see yourself? Do you, are um, you, yeah. Mm-hmm. Are yeah, you, I mean, act, are you actively pursuing your self growth? right journey because like you can be you can be in you can be in therapy you right. can be in therapy and that doesn't mean anything that's true <laughs> because there are people who go to therapy and they literally just show up talk and they don't actually do the homework or the work and dig deep and grow like so are you growth mindset like do yeah. you have that forward looking are you approaching everything you're experiencing in your life is how does this make me a better person how is this an opportunity mm-hmm. to learn that's the kind of person I'm interested in. Those are really hard to find. You won't find that on dating apps. You really just don't. Mm-mm. We need like cool spirituality app that doesn't allow. And I love, you know, like I get couples. Like if I go, if I'm on there for a day or something, I get couples hitting on me on those things. Did you read my story last night about? Yes. What <laughs> a friend was like, you should try Facebook dating. And I was like, that, oh sounds, ter- that sounds terrible, but I'm going to uh, just check it out and see what this platform's like. And I was on there for le- like 30 minutes at most. And someone I know personally, their 21 year old son was trying to match with me. And I panic deleted my profile and was like almost threw my computer across the room. It's like, no, this, this girl is not un- going to be anyone's unicorn. <laughs> I'm not your sugar mama. I am not your unicorn. <laughs> I I will. I am not envious of of those uh, having to be in those positions. <laughs> you like have to look at it. You have to look at them like you know. Like I watched. I did it on with a friend, and we were both just laughing. And I'm all delete. Yeah, just there is definitely not for me. I just have to feel someone's energy. Yeah. Period. Yeah. And dating apps, like it, it starts to feel like you're shopping and who wants to shop for a partner? Well, it, it, it affected me actually in a different way. I'll be honest with you guys. Um, 
because I have that, you know, people pleaser tendency, or now I call myself a former Mm -hmm. people pleaser codependency. I will literally like that one day that I was on, I was like swiping left. And that means that you're not going to, you don't want to date them. Right. Mm -hmm. And I just kept talking to them like, Oh, I bet you're super smart. You know, boop. Oh, I bet I was feeling bad swiping left on them. Like, because at that moment you're reading, but you're also like looking and, you know, if it doesn't match up for you, there's like, you're like, Oh, I'm, I want to be, you're, you're rejecting, you're rejecting them. And right. I'm rejecting feel. women. I'm not into them. And it's, yeah. And I was really feeling it. Like, I'm like, Oh, cause someone probably swiped left on me too, but it's like, you know, it's one of those things. I just felt very empathetic at the moment. Well, and that's the thing too, is like, you know, I get a lot of my clients that, you know, are like, well, how do you, how does this person feel for me? Mm, that's interesting. Um, and like, do you, how do you feel about this person for me? Like, that's kind of, you know, what I, mm. um, I get asked that question and, and I really have to feel, if I can uh-huh. explain this right, I feel the match of someone with that person through their own energy. That um, always and- blows me away. Seriously. And, and for me, you know, I, I really do my, my, my best to always respect other people's energy. If I don't have permission to be in somebody's energy, I'm not. Could I? Yes, I could. Um, I feel people's energy just, you know, walking into a room. I can, you know, I just, I can tell a lot about somebody without even having met them because that's what they're giving off to me. Um, and could I sit and probably read more into that? Yes, I could. But I try, you know, to um, always respect people's energetic space. So that's how so, I. So bachelorette feel. parties are out of the game. <laughs> so you're bachelorette like, parties. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> well, just because it would be so many of them like asking you about. Who's oh, oh, I see what you're saying. Yes. As like, uh, hire me to come into a bachelor party. Yeah. yeah totally. that, that'd be a lot. <laughs> that would be a lot. Exactly. <laughs> that would be a lot. Um, so who, so you know, who and even, are you for? Who, who are you for? I, okay. That's a great question. And I feel like I'm for anybody who feels called to work with me. Really. I believe, and I trust in that process of, you know, gravitation. And when someone is called, I've had people that are like, I'm not quite sure why I need to see you, but I do. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of my clients are referrals. So, you know, I work with someone and then both of you are so great about that is you just, your experience speaks for itself. And so you want other people to be able to experience that. Oh, um, and so, that really is the majority of my business. And I go through ebbs and flows where I can't keep up with my clients. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm booking two, three, four weeks in advance. Um, and, you know, I have to respect my own capacity and my own energy. And I only, if I'm doing intuitive readings, cause those are very different than like my spiritual coaching sessions. Um, I only book, you know, one, one a day now, I think um, mm-hmm. if I'm doing, um, any, uh, shamanic work, you know, that's definitely, maybe I do one a week or two max a week, right. Mm -hmm. That's a lot of energy for me. So just being really respectful of my own space, um, as well as other people's energy. So, yeah. And you are also a doula as well. So you have to balance a lot of energy and pouring out for people. Yeah. What do you do? Do you like read the baby? 
Like when I, ha- I haven't, you know, babies are so pure mm-hmm. in their energy. Um, I think initially, you know, being a, a birth doula was mm-hmm. almost a introduction to my intuitive work because, you know, holding space and River knows she's a, a, a doula as well, but holding mm-hmm. space for a new soul entering this world is something that just spoke to me. Um, and they're so pure and, and they're so raw in their energy that just to be in presence of that for me is so healing. Mm-hmm. Um, and to, again, hold space for this new, new divine connection of mom, dad, and baby is such an honor. Um, it is a lot of giving a lot of energy. Um, mm-hmm. I don't do as I don't really serve patients in person anymore, because I, I don't think I could do that. And my intuitive work it's just too much. That makes sense. Yeah. So I have another question. Yes. Several. (laughs) What is a story from your life that represents who you are? Wow, that's a deep question. Um. Gosh, that's a great question. You have me stumped. I would say. Rarely um, happens, people. Yeah. (laughs) I'm really trying to to sit with that one. Um, To just choose one is hard. Mm -hmm. I would say, um, I would say something that really represents who I am as just being a mother. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, being a mother to my children and, and, Again, you know, I'm going to keep using that word, you know, birthing myself through that, that process of finding out who I am now. Um, you lose a piece of yourself, but gain so much more as a mother. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, not only going through the literal birthing process, but also mm-hmm. birthing a new version of myself each time um, has really made me who I am today and also mm-hmm. helped me to see other women in that way. Mm-hmm. Um, and hold space for other women. So I guess in, in a, in a short answer, it would be, it would be being a mother and, you mm-hmm. know, being a mother to Zion, um, particularly who has been an inspiration for this business. I of Zion, um, has been, um, a, wow. It's been eye opening for me. He is, um, much older in his soul than I am. And I am a very old soul. So, um, meeting him, like in that space of like, wow, you're my newborn, but I feel you so much older and wiser than me has been mm-hmm. a huge journey, huge learning mm-hmm. experience, huge honor. Um, and he just knows who he is. Mm-hmm. Like, he's like, mom, I'm here. Like I, he came into this world, just like he cried right away so loud and he spit like everybody jokes. He spit like John Wayne, like I am here. You, you know, you are going to mm-hmm. learn how to hold space for me and nurture me and not tell me who I am. And mm-hmm. I think that's been a really big, uh, he's helped me see myself more. Yeah. Do you yourself like follow spiritual people? Like others? I do. People? I mean, I do. I, you know, you can't learn enough. Nobody ever knows it all. Um, it's always in taking information. Certain people speak to me very deeply. Mm-hmm. Um, Eon Levanzant is someone who takes me to church in my soul. <laughs> so, the, so there was a show back in the, I think late nineties that she was on. Do you remember yep. it was called starting over mm-hmm. and there was a quote that she said, 
in that show that I've never forgotten. And it's actually like a mantra for me, mm-hmm. as well as a little bit of a mission statement, because she said, when you give your energy, right. And I'm going to kind of, I'm going to channel her a little bit mm-hmm. in a sense, like I, when you give your energy away, when you're, when people are going to want to talk to you and, and you just, or you're going out for a job interview and your energy is just gets depleted from those things. She said, I want you to keep in mind and remember that you can't give from the, the overfill. You can't be filled up and then give you have to give from the overflow. Mm. So, and it always stuck with me as just like, so things I do things we do, hopefully everyone does something a day to fill their spirit cup. Right. Mm -hmm. And when it's, it's awesome because when you might fill it, but it may be here and it's filled a lot more maybe than a bad day. And, you know, that's okay. But then you see the phone ring and it's a friend who, you know, is just going to suck you dry at that moment or a, a mother-in-law, mm-hmm. mother-in-law, but I mean, that's, just, that can be a point of contention for a lot of people, but um, I digress. And so it's more important that your cup is so overflowing that you're just giving from that overflow. You can be more balanced. You can be more gracious with your time because you're just over here in this overflow, but when you're a little bit depleted or, you know, a tiniest bit, she doesn't want you to give then. And I just, I just, that quote always resonated with me. So when you just said her name, right. I'm just like, it's one of my favorite things to live by. Yes. She's, she said so many things that have spoke to me over. I mean, I started watching that show, you know, yep. when it first came out and Eon the fix Eon the fix my life on, you know, I think that was yes. on the Oprah channel. Um, uh-huh. She does. She, she's, she ministers um, on a mm-hmm. spiritual level. And I love that about her. Um, and her books are amazing as well. I've read a few of her books. Um, so yeah, she's someone who speaks pretty deeply to me. I just, you know, um, we uh, Instagram, I'm just going to speak specifically about Instagram, um, you know, is a portal of energy Mm -hmm. and, um, we absorb Mm -hmm. what we are intaking Mm -hmm. and even that's just scrolling, you know, you are absorbing that energy just as if you're sitting in a restaurant and, you know, someone's fighting next to you, you're Mm -hmm. absorbing that energy indirectly. So Instagram, social media is a huge way of ingesting toxicity without knowing that's what you're doing. And so, you know, I always tell people that, you know, um, I know for me, I'm a big cleaner, like that helps me to clear my own energy to clean my space and organize my space. Social media is the same. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're starting to feel heavy, go through and just clean people out. Stop following certain pages that are making you question that's things advice. or feel fear or like just clean it out. Um, and only be following pages that inspire you and give you that, um, you know, breath of fresh air. And so when I come across something, whether it's on a reel or whatever, um, I, and I get like where I have to close my eyes to ingest something like that's how powerful it is for me. I'm like, follow whoever you are. I love that. I think I need to do a deep clean. I think a lot of people probably do I follow people Mm -hmm. because Someone told me to, it was someone's company or blah, 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 whatever. But I definitely need to go through a little bit of that. But yeah, it's interesting. I, I, River and I always giggle back and forth how, look what our guides are sending us. You know, it's at the top (laughs) of my feed 
you know, or it's something for one of us, like our guides say, Hey, send that over. Or, you know, you feel called to, to share it in that way. But so it's, it's, it, it can work for you. Or like you just said, from the toxic energy that might pop into your feed, depending upon what type of mindset you're in when you were scrolling. So it's interesting. You know what we should note? I think what's really important, like speaking to Instagram is that people who are spiritual, like healers, intuitive readers, psychics, all of that, they're never going to message you personally and say, I have a message for you. I have a reading for you. If someone shows up in your inbox like that, it is spam. And I have had people recently messaging me with screenshots of this happening in their inboxes. They're like, what is this? Like, do they really have a message for me? I'm like, no, that is spam. Someone who truly has a message for you, like, th- like they're not channeling unless like you've reached out to them. Like, that's not a real thing. Yeah. No one's going to slide into your DMs and ask you to pay for a message. <laughs> That's right. Watch out for that. Yeah, watch out. Those are all scammers. You're right. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's someone who res- someone who respects intuitive and energetic work is always going to need to be invited. Like that yeah. is a very sacred space. You don't just go to somebody and say, "Hey, like I, I'm getting this message for you." Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's uh, an important thing to note for sure. Well, mm-hmm. I for one adore you. And I am so glad that we were able to do this today. Aren't you glad, River? We get yes, to share with the I... world. And I was like, we were both laughing. We we have to get on your calendars now because after you know people start realizing it, um, you're going to get busy. <laughs> Thank you so much. I'm, I'm so honored, and um, you know anybody who feels called to work with me or even inquire. Um, I, you know, offer 15 minute free consults, um, see if we're a match for each other. If what I do works for you or feels like a fit for you. Um, I am, you know, booked out for a few weeks at a time right now. So, um, my website, ivesion.com has all my intuitive offerings there. So, um, yeah, if anybody is interested, I am honored to work with whoever is, is called. And thank you both. Thank you. Thank you for coming on here. Yes. 